Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Can I suggest you shut up and show more football? Come on, come on. Pick it, pick it. We've done that thing. Can we not knock it? I am flabbergasted. I wouldn't even let him on the bus after the match. I get a taxi back to Manchester. <laughs> Again, don't, please don't call me arrogant because what I, I'm saying is true. I'm a, I think I'm a special one. When the seagulls follow the troll, it's because they think sardines will be thrown into the sea. Thank you. I understand what I'm trying to get at. Yes, he was a great player. Yes, he was a wonderful leader. But he wasn't a magician. Take a bow, son. I mean that. Take a bow. I'm Richard Keyes. That was short, sharp, and right to the point. Business like I felt. Wow. Well, I mean, that took me by surprise. Sorry. Going through my Sorry. Mind. The best part <laughs> well, about these podcasts right. is they are totally unplanned. Well, I could see that. So anything could that happen. That took me by surprise. Would you like I, to introduce yeah, yourself? Yeah, yeah, I'm Andy Gray. Sorry. Right. Yeah, okay. Right. So, where am I describing? I've got to guess this. Yes. Oh. Distinguished by its coastal cities oh, and national parks. Okay. It's home to iconic structures such as an opera house and harbour bridge. Oh, that's easy. Inland yeah. are the rugged Blue Mountains, ah. rainforests yeah. and outback towns where opals are mined. Yeah. Along the coastline are long surfing beaches, the Hunter Valley region in the north, and there are dozens of wineries. Easy. Go on. East coast of Australia. Well, if that's New South Wales, yes. then you're correct. Yeah, you go. It's got to be Australia. I think the bridge gave away. The bridge the Opera House. I'm asking the question because this week we are celebrating and saying a very special hello to our thousands. What? Thousands <laughs> of new listeners in New South Wales, Australia. So if I say good day, everyone. Well, well, no, no, probably, you should do it in Australian, really. Oh, well, I can't do that. You're better at that. You do it. Good eye. That's it. In case, <laughs> in case you've happened across this podcast and think it's all about geography, our apologies. It isn't. Fear not. This is a football podcast. I got my geography with, O level. I love you know. I got geography O level. Did you? Yeah. I didn't like history. I didn't take it. I got. Oh, I loved history. Well, you see, in my school, you didn't. You couldn't take both. I did. Well, you couldn't. You were given that it's like a choice. You had to take either geography, history, you either had you had to take you couldn't take all the sciences. You yes. had to pick. Yes. Well I did geography and history. Alright. Two English like well the two Englishes, language and literature. Uh yeah, I got 
managed to junk French, shouldn't have done. That was Did a you get maths? stupid decision. Did you get maths? Maths, I was hopeless. I got maths and arithmetic. I was hopeless. That's why I'm good at arithmetic. Um, uh, y- yes. No, I ended up, I, I cheated my way into an O-level group and then floundered when I got there <laughs> and really wasn't very good. Nah. So no, I didn't get maths. Um, rural science. Modern studies, I got. Elaine Stevenson, the teacher, she was gorgeous. It's All the right. only reason I French? did French? Did you get any languages? No, I said that to you. I, I, I dropped French. I was in the French and the German classes early, but All dropped right. them both. No, we had a, a, a lovely French teacher, uh, Francois Didion. <laughs> What was her name? Yeah. Oh, her, was it? Yes, of course. Francois, she was definitely a woman. Well, Francois yeah. can be a man in France. I suppose so. No, Francois Didier. Francois Mitterrand. French teacher. And she was also, um, oh no, that was Miss MacArthur, who was a teacher. She was and she was a football coach when I was at primary school. And we won the Glasgow Cup. With Miss MacArthur? With Miss MacArthur as our coach. Well, there we are then. There's, there's no reason why. There you go. As, as was suggested this week, a woman cannot take over a men's professional football no club. Whatsoever. It's all about talent, isn't it? Not gender. Correct, Andrew. Correct. Uh, anyway, we digress. Subscribe, please, oh, yeah. if you yes. will. Um, you can, wherever you get your pods, pick us up at uh, Keys and Grey Pod. Spell it out in its entirety. Keys and Grey Pod on both Insta and Twitter. Um, so this week, I would like to, amongst a number of things... Defend got, both I, Mike Dean. I am not rant. No. I'm just getting myself ready for I it. I would like to if defend both Mike Dean You're joking. and Lee Mason. I'm not. You're defending Mike Dean. Yes. Well, there's a first. <laughs> oh, it's, come on. There's a first. Yes. yes. He does like the drama of oh, a card. And, and, and uh, when he's refereeing, he certainly wants to be the centre of oh, attention. It's all about me. And more often than not is. Yeah. No, the reason I say that, Andy, is I, I, I don't blame either for what happened in the games between Southampton and Villa, yeah. where clearly there was a penalty and it should have been given, but Dean in VAR, having looked at the incident 10 different ways, decided mm-hmm. there had been a mild touch of the yep. hip yep. before the ball struck a hand. Correct. But it's handball, and it should have been given. The second one, Ings, goal. Goal. I, I, I mean, well, when, 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 well it... I know. It, it, it is. See, I, I, yeah. It is, but, but, but that, this is what I'm saying. I don't blame Mason. I blame... Those that are operating VAR, the lines weren't accurate. We know they're not accurate. You start taking them from underneath an armpit. No. And, and it, it's nonsense. Now, the second one, Martial dived. Yes. It's a that disgrace. We do, that we do agree on. Now, I, I, I have been saying that to you for some time. Mm-hmm. They are serial offenders. Mm-hmm. They, they had stopped it. They've been seven games without a penalty. Then Martial does that. Bad enough that he's, he's, he's taken the dive. Mm-hmm. Dean goes to the monitor, which yeah. freezes. Yeah. And you can see him bemused by it. Yes. You can see him, look, look, what do I do, what do I do? So he's now getting information again from Stockley Park. Now, when he came away from the monitor, I thought he's going back to book Martial. Me too. It's a certainty. <laughs> he's going to book Martial. Yeah. We've got to do that to stop this nonsense. And he sends the lad off, who successfully has appealed. Now, what does that tell you? It tells you that, that, that our refereeing is a mess. And I have consistently said this also, that until Mike Riley leaves, and I don't care how he leaves, they can promote him into an office with a phone and a desk if they want, but <laughs> do, you, sack him, pay him off, retire, do whatever it is required, just get rid. So until who takes he, over then? Anybody you like. Listen, Mark Clattenburg is working with, with referees in Greece right yeah, now. Yeah, he is. You know, yeah, he's a good show. He's the best of that generation. Yeah, he is. Good people like Mark Halsey on the fringes that they've, that they've frozen out. Mm. Find a job for Mark. The, the patsies that come out and defend 
the inconsistencies and 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 and, and, and the lies that get told from Stockley Park in order to cover up oh, yeah. mistakes. Yes. Uh, just stop. Let's never forget we were a year behind the rest of the world with VAR in order quotes to get to it get right. It right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we still haven't got it no. right. So I, I I only defend Dean and Mason on that basis. Both could and should be better. Dean isn't the center of attention when he's on the football pitch and someone should tell him that. Mm. But it it the the problem comes from elsewhere in 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 the pursuit of what they would like to perceive to be 99% of the decisions that they make being correct wrong you can't police yourself no, either you, you can't investigate yourself no. either there should be an independent body looking at those things but when the fa so blatantly disagree not just with dean but his var operative and the pgmol this uh, week and say no there was no need uh -huh. for the for for, for, for bender act to be sent off so they won their appeal they won the appeal what about the uh, louise appeal? louise appeals failed no, I thought but there, 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 i thought it would but but it needn't have done no no I know. It needn't have done. No, he needn't have been sent off. That's, no. that's for sure. There were two or three ways to avoid that being yeah, the case. Yeah, give a penalty and that's it. Yeah. But, uh, so I, I understand Arsenal being bemused by that. But when, 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 when the governing body, Andy, that handles discipline, flatly disagrees with those that are on the pitch officiating and then being protected elsewhere, there's a problem. Yeah. There's a problem. Yeah. And, and when football clubs like Southampton are saying, please do not send us Mason and Dean, when Liverpool earlier in the season uh, had the same request, yeah. forget the individual now, but I've, I can't remember a time in football when this has happened. No. And this is when they're supposed to be perfect because they're getting all this wonderful help from technology yeah. to help them and get the decisions right. Sadly, what it's doing is it's not making them any better. It's making them worse because... They now have that huge safety net, like we've always said now, where actually I don't even have to make a decision now because Correct. Stockley Park will make it. And if I've not made the decision or he's offside when he shouldn't be or he's onside when yeah. he should be, they will tell me and then I'll get it done. So they actually don't get any experience or enough experience in actually making decisions. No. No. There's they a, just the wait. And then, and then, of course, whereas the, the time on a tradition, referees and linesmen, before they left their dressing room on a match day, would say, right, now we need to get our Story stories straight, straight yeah. here. And, and that process would take place before they entered uh, back into the dressing room areas, uh, or to speak, perhaps quietly to a press man, yeah. a, a friendly press man. Well, now, of course, it has to be done more publicly. Yeah. But, but this week, again, I, I, I end this minor rant by saying that I have... Had no Rightly good. Must go. Is that what you say? Well, he must go. That's the first thing. Right. But the, the what what we need in order to help us all understand better, educators, we must be allowed to listen, listen to the conversation yeah. between the referee and Stockley Park, and then there can't be any speculation no. or doubt or cover up. We know immediately because we're listening. Not just broadcasters, fans as well. Everybody can listen to the conversation. And then when Mike Dean turns away and says, well, I've no idea, I've no idea. The monitor's mm -hmm. stuck, it's not working, it's not working. Then we all know. They'll know. So make a decision, Mike, on your own. Yeah. Oh, that's a bit difficult. But I can't, I can't think of a reason why we shouldn't be allowed mm -hmm. to listen in. I'll tell you why, they're frightened. Well, that's the only one. They're frightened. They're frightened of what, what we'll hear. 
they're frightened of, of, of us getting a wind of the, the stupidity that, that surrounds this VAR. But That's the only one. So therefore, yeah. there's, there's no good reason. No. What's happened to Liverpool? Don't know. I actually thought, having watched them against... Um, I thought they'd lost their mojo a bit in those games prior to Tottenham. And, and it looked like, at Tottenham, that they'd found it. Then they can... They convinced me again when they went to West Ham, who are, as we've seen already, this season in really good form. And one of the good sides in the league at the moment. David's got a brilliant job there. And and beat them in the manner they did. I thought, hmm, okay. I think that's that looks like they're making a statement. Two tough away games. Six points, six goals. Front three scoring again. Ah, happy days. I mm. really did think that. But I have to say, the word I used when I watched Everton 10 days ago, we watched it, you and I, and I said they, they look flat, flat, energyless, And they were. And, and uh, Ancelotti agreed with me after the game. He, he said exactly that. I felt the same about Liverpool midweek. I thought they looked flat. Um, wasn't a sparkle, wasn't a zip. Um, and when we talk about Jurgen Klopp's sides, there's always they always use that word intensity and the way they go about it at 100 miles an hour. And eventually, or some seasons, it catches up with them. Um and I think maybe, I don't know, maybe it has this season. Maybe it's caught up with them. January, end of January, beginning of Feb. That would be the time you'd look at teams maybe to look a little fatigued. But there's no doubt he, his team looked a bit flat. Um, I do think that there are one or two components missing that they, they need to sort. The main one for me being the captain. Um, I don't care how well he's done at centre-back, and he has. But he cannot drive the team the way he does from centre-back, unless he's in midfield. He can't do it easy. It's uh, it's impossible. And I think that's a big miss. He is the driving force of the team. He does get them going when they're a bit flat. But it's harder to do it from centre-back mm. than it is from a midfield position. So I think they miss that. He's going to have to sort that for me, Klopp, very, very quickly. Um, I don't know about the front three. I don't know what was wrong with Manny in midweek. We heard he was rested with a view to the big game. That's always a danger in this league because you get done. Just ask him. Burnley came in and did them. Sheffield United went to Old Trafford. Did I, can't, them. I can't remember a time previously, really, when any of them have been rested. rested no, no not me. No. So he might have been carrying a little knock, um, but we shall see. But there's, I'll tell you what I think as well. Do you know the top, the, the first 11? It's very good. It's better than very good. It's champions. Scratch below that. What's there? Would it frighten you? Let's take the front. Take the front three out. Would a front three of Origi, Shakiri, and I don't even know who else she plays up there. Plus one. Or Oxley Chamberlain playing it right. Would that frighten you? No. There you go. No. You look take the midfield out, <clears throat> wouldn't no. frighten you. Look at the problems they've got at the back when they've lost their big centre, three of their centre backs. You know, what's below that? Take Trent Alexander Arnold out, take Robertson out. Would the, would the two fullbacks coming in frighten No, you? it is extraordinary. I like you thought after the uh, after the West Ham game. What followed West Ham? Uh, Brighton. Oh, Brighton. Yeah, of course. Yeah, the two first, people, Tottenham, West Ham. I thought, well, they're back. And I started the week thinking there's only two teams can win this title. One is Liverpool and the other is Manchester <laughs> City. Well, the midweek games have made that prediction look rather silly as well because others are now back in the race. I, th I think now United, the City have to be nailed on. Yeah. Nailed They'll on. take some catching. Um but United's win will give them great heart. Good luck to them. It was a very professional. But, but you're saying that, but you're only saying that till Sunday. Yes. The Liverpool come out Sunday. Well, I'm turn, look, over, I'm, I'm, and turn I'm, over City 
three or four are back in it. Yeah. I'd like, <laughs> if you said to me now, who, who would I like to win it? I'd like to see Leicester and Brendan Rodgers win it. I think yeah. Brendan's due one after what happened at Anfield yeah. when Stephen slipped. I'd love to see that. Um, I, I, I can't see it. I think jo- Jose after last night, nippy. He's, he's got, as you Scots say, his nippy, nippy face on. Coupon back nippy on. Coupon back um, uh, yeah. No, they, they, are, they can win it. They're too They're not consistent. winning it, but he would have taken a trophy at the start of the season. He's yeah. still got a chance. United. To... Too inconsistent for me. Yeah, not for me. You don't know what you're getting. If they're not getting... Depends where the wind's blowing. Without their penalties. <laughs> but they did score the eight other goals the other night. They did, but they haven't <laughs> been getting penalties. No, and that has been a big, big difference. Yeah, well, they, their form for me is like, what ways the wind blowing? You just don't know. No. Um, that's the problem. That's why they can't win it for me. But on the subject of Liverpool, maybe somebody who can give us a clue, Andy, is our first guest okay. this week because we have two. two. We're in the luxurious oh. position whereby we have two guests. Right. Um, our first is a young man who's on the cusp of making the breakthrough to the England senior team, who uh, was huge yeah. in Brighton's midweek win, yeah. is beginning to get noticed by others, not just us. No. And we are in the company of the Brighton Central defender, Adam Webster. Uh, yes, uh, Adam Webster, Andrew, better known around the club at Brighton as Webinho. What? Yes, been playing but, that well. Now, you see, I'm confused. Then, <laughs> yes. Because when you say Webinho, yes. it conjures up a, a small, technically gifted, jinky player. Well, I it think doesn't conjure up no, a six not, foot four centre back. You're not far off. I mean, he's not. He's not your archetypal centre back, is he? He's a player. Yeah, but he's not. Let, I, I, we shouldn't be discussing this. No, we shouldn't. Webinho. <laughs> to How be are, fair, Richard, it's actually Webdini. Oh, Webdini! Oh, oh, no. <laughs> Webdini! I've got it. Webdini! Uh, no. No, I get that one. That's yeah. more like, Adam, that's more yeah. like it. Yeah, Webinho. <laughs> Well, that's the first thing I need to talk to your agent about when we speak later this morning. (laughs) Give you duff information. Yeah, Webdini. Oh, well, we don't Uh, mind Webdini. We don't mind Webdini. So, listen, Richard was talking about um, midweek there, Adam. Um, Yeah. Short career for you at the moment. You're still a young, young man. Is that as good as you felt after a result in your career? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think um, last year we we beat Arsenal away uh-huh. and Arsenal at home, and they were they were pretty like big wins for us. Um, but yeah, to go to go to Anfield and and win one nil, uh-huh. um, clean sheet. Um, obviously, we came under pressure at times, but we never really in, in that much danger. No. Um, and yeah, it was it was probably the the best best win I've had yeah. in my career so far. I um, will, I will uh, having got one so badly wrong, uh-huh. um, I, I'll congratulate myself on a, a call I made midweek, Adam. We sat watching midway through the second half and I said to Andy, 1-0, either way. <laughs> yeah, you did. Uh, that's how well you played. I don't <laughs> think, genuinely, I don't think you were ever really under threat, were you? No, I think, obviously, when you play against Liverpool and teams in the top six you you know they're always going to have mm. possession they're always going to sort of create half chances um, but if you can limit them to half chances um, at Anfield you know you take that all day long and um, when you've got to dig in and stick together and put your body on the line mm. I think like we, we did that definitely and um, even at the end 
in the, I don't know, probably it was in like the 92nd minute or 93rd minute. Um, we had a corner and, you know, Sanchez comes out and claims it. Yeah, like it, it probably wasn't his ball to come and claim. And, um, you know, it's just such a relief when he comes and gets that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think we 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 definitely deserve to win. Um, and, you know, like like we said earlier, to, to win against Spurs at home and then Liverpool away, it's been a, it's been a great week for us. You know, in this this horrible life we're living, uh, Adam, with this pandemic, this this horrible virus yeah. is going around. Uh, how how much easier or is it when you go to the big boys and there's no crowd there? Does that help you if you're going to Old Trafford and there's no one there? You go to Anfield, there's no one there. You yeah, go to Etihad, there's no one there. So. Does that help yeah. you guys? Definitely, yeah. I think last year when we played at Anfield, the, the atmosphere was <laughs> yeah. was amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we had, we had a we had, to be fair, we had a good go last year. Um, we lost two one. Um, on another day, we could have nicked a nicked a point. Um, but yeah, I think if you look at the results, I think the other night when we beat Liverpool, uh, every away team won that night. Um, so you can That's see right. that did, eh? the the home advantage is sort of is disappeared without the fans. Um, so yeah, it does give you that extra bit of belief that you can go to these places and, and get a result. For sure. You see how comfortable it's become for Brighton to mix it with the big boys. What Adam said there, he barely uh, is aware of the phrase he used. The other night when we beat Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's quite good, that. Yeah. What was the yeah. plan, Adam? Because I, 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 watching week in, week out, I get the feeling that, that the gaffer wants you to play and it hasn't brought reward yeah too often but you've not been far away have you until yeah. the last two games when it's all come right yeah definitely I think um, like you say I think throughout the whole season we've been actually playing really well we've had good performances in the majority of the in the games that we've played but like you say we've not been getting the results um, I remember we lost 3-0 at Leicester and you know we think we're all pretty down in the dumps. We we think the world's against us because nothing's going our way. Yeah. Um, and credit to the gaffer because um, he, you know, he uh, he stuck with us all, and you know we didn't we didn't change at all. We stuck to our beliefs. Um, we we just believed that you know if we if we kept at it, then it'll it'll turn for us. Our luck will change, um, and that's exactly what we did. Um, we had a meeting as players. Um, just by ourselves that you know we need to um we need to stick together because we're you know we're in the premier league and if, if you're not sticking together as a group then you're already facing a, a challenge and yes um and we and we just sort of said look we can up our, our standards in training every day and, and ever since we did that um things, things have really changed for us and um yeah i'm really pleased with the gaffer because he's um, showing everyone what a great manager he is and um, we all love playing for him. He's a guy that we dug out when he was at Ostersen's, yeah, I remember that. Adam, some long time yeah. before actually he took his team to Arsenal. Yeah. So we'd, we'd been in yeah. touch with him over a period of time. So do please send our best yes, wishes. Please. We are also yeah, very pleased. I mean, obviously not best pleased about what happened to Chris. He's also a mate, but um, Graham's done really, yeah. really well. But what what was the plan the other night going into that match? Um, well, I think... Uh, to keep doing what we have been doing, um, you know, the way he sets us up for every game, every individual knows exactly what their role is in the team. Um, 
and you know we wanted to go there and like you say play our game um we like to to bring it out from the back but we're also aware that Liverpool has probably got one of the best um presses yeah. in in Europe so um if we had to hit that down burn um from a goal kick we did that and you know he won every header um <laughs> which enabled us to get up the pitch yeah. and, as he's got a right when, to when we played <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and and when we when we had to play we played and when we defended we defended um so i think it was just about you know keeping it solid as as long as we could and hopefully we could go and get like a half a chance or get a chance and miss a goal and that's exactly what we did and then um yeah, we defended with our lives, and thankfully we we got the three points. Do you know? Do you know, Adam? Do you, do you guys in the modern game look like like when I played? And you'd sometimes go and play the big boys, and you'd got you'd be up against really good players, and you'd think, "Oh, this is going to be tough today." You know, he's he's pretty good or whatever. And then you get the team sheet, and he's not in it, and you think, "Oh, wow." Yeah. Do you still get that feeling like you pick the team sheet up, or you, you get the team sheet, and then you don't see Sadio Mane's name on the team sheet? Yeah. That that must give you a lift. Before oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, obviously, he's a he's a big part of their success. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the same with 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 Allison. Obviously, um, he wasn't yeah. playing the other night. And and when you see that, you know, a great goalkeeper like him, you know, a lot of the times he he will get them out of trouble yeah. and make a save that you know perhaps someone else wouldn't make. So yeah, it does definitely give you a lift. Um, but I, I find quite often that, you know, when we play the big boys, um, I get less nervous than I do when right. I when I play against okay. um, teams around us, you know, because you're, you're not expected to win as such. And um, you just, it's, it's amazing to go and play against, um, obviously, the Premier League champions. So, yeah, it, it was That's uh, interesting. definitely, yeah. But so, so no money, but, but there was still Salah, there was still yeah. Firmino. I mean, what is it like when you're in the middle of defending fiat lives and these boys are coming at you. I mean, world-class footballers. Yeah, like you say, they're obviously world-class players. Um, it's not easy, obviously. Your, your concentration's got to be 100%. And um, I think you do have to have a bit of luck. Um, obviously, they didn't have their best night. So, um, you know, on another night, you know, Salah's had a few shots, but nothing, like I said, nothing... He had a good chance early on in the First game. First minute, wasn't it? Yeah, he didn't win. Yeah. yeah, thankfully he missed. Um, but other than that, you know, we limited him to not much. So I think you do have to have a bit of luck. But, um, yeah, I think we deserved that luck and for how we played. And, um, yeah, like you said, we, we were even awards the last couple of games with the two victories that we've had. And I think if you'd have said to us that we'll have six points out of these two games, oh, then yeah. <laughs> we'd have snapped your hand off. Talk, talking about luck, who's claiming the goal, by the way? <laughs> well, <laughs> that. Um, I was that he's claiming the goal, but Trossard is fuming. <laughs> I, mean, I saw on the uh, night, it looked to me on the night happy. as if, if as, as Alzati mishit it into Trossard's yeah. thigh and it spun yeah. into the corner. And if I was Trossard, yeah, I'd be doing exactly the same. I'd be claiming know, it as well. I know. To be fair, I've watched it a lot and I still can't really work it out. I, I mean, it's. It does look like he, he's kicked it into Trossard yeah. and it's gone in, but I'm not sure if, if he's kicked it into Trossard, Trossard and then it's come back on Alzati's right. 
chin or whatever and then got him. So, yeah, I, I don't uh, envy whoever's got to decide who's sold that. Uh, tell us, why has the gaffer decided to wear suit and coat? What happened there? I've no idea, to be honest. Um, I think he wanted. I think he just wanted to change things up a little bit. I think um, we made like a couple of changes, um, just like little bits, you know, like pre-match meals and stuff like that. Um, so I think he just probably wanted to change it up a little bit, and and ever since we've uh, we've been doing quite well. So yeah. I think he might stick with it. I think it gives him. The, the look of authority. It well, it does. That was my point. Yeah. It yeah. does, and may, maybe the statement is is has changed. I, I mean, I don't know. As you look across, does it make you feel any different? I don't think so. No, well, only if he's getting a bollock. So, <laughs> <laughs> it might be. It might be one of them subconscious things. I, I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, since since he's done it, it's um, we've definitely picked up for sure. It's a lovely club. It's a gorgeous part of the world. I mean, I, 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 I you know, the Blooms, Tony particularly, has, has thrown everything and more at that. And, and uh, so different now, Adam, to the time when I, 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 mean, I, I think my last visit down there was with a Coventry side managed by Peter Reid and Brighton were playing in the local park. Yeah. I mean, things have changed yeah. a bit, haven't they? I went there and did a game. Oh, oh cup was tie. terrible. Cup tie in that park. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they have changed a lot um, in, a, in a short space, really, I think. It was only 10 or 11 years ago they were still at um, the we've seen. Um, and if you look at, you know, the, the stadium now, which is amazing. Beautiful. The training ground. The training ground is amazing. Um, the work that, as you say, the chairman and the whole club have done is, is absolutely unbelievable. And, um, yeah, obviously it's a, it's a lovely part of the world too. Um, so... Um, yeah, it's a it's a great club to be at. Um, obviously, the way that the club has handled the the coronavirus situation and everything, it's been um, pleasure to be part of as well. And um, yeah, uh, I'm really enjoying my football down here. Dare you dare you think beyond the Premier League, um, Adam? Dare you think about playing for England? Um, I think for me, obviously, that would be a dream of mine. Um, I think for me, it's just about um, trying to, you know, keep keep playing well. I feel like I've been playing well the whole season, um, and yeah, if, if I can keep doing that, then then I'm doing all I can. Um, but I don't think it's something I want to think about too much yeah. because then let it, let it happen. Get, if it does, let it happen. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Um, like I said, it would be a, a a dream of mine to play for England one day. Um, but, uh, yeah, for me, as cliche as it is, as boring as that sounds, I've just got to keep doing what I'm doing on the pitch every week. One game at a time. Uh, it's the right answer. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm very impressed. It's the right answer. I want to ask about, about you, uh, what, your journey, so to speak. I mean, you, you've got where you are because you've, yeah. you've learnt your trade. Uh, at various clubs and had to work hard yeah. and battle hard all through it. A, bit, a little bit like when I started, you had to do that. Nowadays, kids yeah. go to academies and they come through that way. And there's less of that yeah. kind of, less people like yourself who start where you did, play for three or four yeah. different sides in the lower leagues and then get that big break. What's that been like, that journey for you? Oh, it's been amazing. Yeah, I think, um, like you say, a lot of players now come through the academies and they don't really have the experiences that you go through or that you've been through. Um, 
Like I used to, obviously, I went on loan to Aldershot in the conference from Portsmouth. I played League yeah. Two, played League One, played Championship. So I've played in the top five leagues. Um, so I've seen a lot. I've experienced a lot. Um, but I wouldn't change it for no. for the world. I, no. I think that's what makes you and defines you as a player. Um, and yeah, like you say, there's not many that that do that now. No. Um, I think Ben White. Ben White's had a similar. Um, experience he, he went on loan to League Two first, then League One, then the Championship. So he sort of earned his. In a way, Adam, his, does it make you appreciate it more what you've got you and oh, you and Ben? I think it must do. Hundred percent, yeah. You know, like you say, you talk about the academy players. Um, you have to try and educate them mm-hmm. with with how lucky we are. Yeah. Um, you know, we get everything on a plate for us. Uh, literally everything. Um, we we can't we don't have any excuses as to why we can't do this or do that mm. um, because it's all taken care of. But obviously, when you're in League One, League Two, or <laughs> or in the conference, it's, it's not like that at all. Um, you know, you got to wash your own kit. You've I was got just going to say your you're still life. doing your own boots do and everything. things like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you got to do your own boots. You got to do everything <laughs> like that. Um, you don't have a swimming pool at the training ground. You don't have you know, wow. things like that. So. Um, it, I like. I quite enjoy it. I quite enjoy uh, taking that role on yeah, with, with the young lads and um, trying to tell them that it's not all like this and no. <laughs> not everyone's as lucky as we are. Before I say this, Adam, I'll I'll, I'll uh, nail my uh, colours to the mast. Uh, he's a good mate. I think the world of him, um, but uh, the philosophy of Mick McCarthy very different to that of Graham Potter, eh? <laughs> Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think um, to be fair, I, I I loved my my time playing under him. Yeah. Um, I think it came at a time in my career with when I needed that. Um, obviously, he brought me in. I made the step from League Two to the Championship, um, and a manager like him really helped me develop as a defender. And um, obviously, he knew what I could do in possession and on the ball, but it was all about um, like I say, learning my trade in, mm. in the championship, which was a, a really tough league. Um, and obviously, I made some mistakes, but um, he stuck with me and um, really helped me grow as a defender. And um, obviously, he was a, he was a defender, and so it was um, it was brilliant to work under him. Yeah, but the difference um, between you and him was you could tell he was a defender. You can well, now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're Mick far too good fashion. looking for a defender. Mick was the old fashioned one. If it's in front of him, kick it, no matter what it is. <laughs> Adam, we're going to let you go. I know you've got to go to work. Okay. Uh, we're so grateful yeah. to you. Thank you very much. The problem is you, no. you won't get rid of us now. <laughs> I, I shall continue to haunt you for the rest of the season. But listen, get on with it. No, please, please, please give our best to the gaffer, as I said he's uh, he's a yeah. he's a good guy yeah thanks adam will do great to speak to you guys thanks, Cheers. adam great to talk thanks thanks, thanks. See you later bye, bye. <laughs> what a good guy yeah what a good guy adam webster nice yeah. adam webster of brighton and england i hope uh, the way he's been playing why not why not? Yes, I don't see why not. I mean, and the evidence of what we saw, certainly at Anfield, if you just take that one one game, he was terrific. And I'm sure that uh, the England coach, as a centre-back himself, will have, have taken notice. Different time when you played, of course. Mm-hmm. You would have 
caused him issues. And I think our next guest also would have done because he too <laughs> yeah, the big man was what die. I would describe as a proper centre yes. forward. Uh, our next guest is Jan Auger Fjortoft, formerly of, I don't know, Swindon, Middlesbrough. Yeah, you name um, it. I mean, you name it. <laughs> most Premier League clubs yeah. at that time. Jan, how are you doing? I'm fine, boys. Uh, on the other side of the world, uh, minus uh, 10 degrees. So I guess <laughs> you've got a bit warmer. Yeah, we had about 25 today. Yeah, oh, it's a yeah, yeah, day. yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm guessing you're in the snow. I am in the snow, just been an hour in the forest running. Uh, well, running, I mean, to be honest, yeah. uh, there was an old lady more or less walking past me, yeah. but uh, I mean, uh, I was that going was to say, my yeah, you're, you're running days of long gone, young man, long gone. <laughs> I, I, I would say I it's never more like a job. I played either, Andy, you <laughs> <Yeah. know that. laughs> It all sounds gorgeous, though, Jan. It's a lovely time of the year there, isn't it? It's a lovely time of the year and it's getting lighter. And I guess in this time of COVID, I mean, we have to look at every positive thing and signal that we can. Hold and on, one of on. them oh. is that it's getting a bit lighter and more well, sun. Well, what, do you, the what do you mean it's getting lighter? Do you live in the dark then in the winter? They do in North Norway, uh, but we are okay. We are okay. Well, compared to your place, we're probably yeah, very dark. Yeah. But no, it's quite okay here in Oslo. Well, it's not all been bad for you, in fact, if, 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 if my memory says me. Well, you got you got stuck in Scotland. What a beautiful country you got stuck in. Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, no. we, ha we had a fantastic uh, Christmas and New Year. Exactly. Having said that, everything was closed. Oh, but right. still, we, we, managed, <laughs> we managed to celebrate with our son there, and that was brilliant. Yeah. Oh, that is good. That is good. Uh, so, I, I gave you the full introduction, Jan, before you joined us, the Jan Alga Fjortoft. What, what, what yeah, is well the... Uh, Alga. Yeah, what, what is the Auger? Am I, am I saying that correctly? Well, after we got two great talents, knowing Erling Haaland or Martin Ødegaard, you have learned two, uh, uh, two Norwegian lessons. We have three letters that you don't have. We have A, Ø, O. And Haaland is wise enough to take away his O uh, to make two R's. <laughs> and then Ødegaard and Arsenal was very proud of their Ø. So they, have, they go all in spinning that Ø. So, I mean, that is, for me, that have a name with... Or and uh, you can think of uh, some difficulties being abroad. Okay, okay. So one at a time. Erdegard. Yeah. Erdegard. Yeah. That's the same with uh, with Österreich. So we, I think we have taken that letter from the German language. Right. Uh, but and then you have the or, which is an a with a circle over. Of but course. it's a, it's a two a's. Uh, so and Holland, Holland. Holland has changed now. Alfie has changed now name. I think Alfie did that after Roy Keane's tackle when he changed his name. Uh, <laughs> he should have changed his name yeah. and address before he, the tackle. He nearly, he nearly <laughs> needed his kneecap changing that day. So, exactly. Solskjaer? Solskjaer, he, very well. I, I was looking for the third one. And of course, Ole Gunnar got the, uh, the, the last one. So that is the A. And that is the A, a and the E going to bed together. Ah. Right. And he's and he's so The successful manager, and I know that you guys, you two guys, you love foreign coaches in England. So Absolutely. I'm so happy for you. No, I'm yeah, so happy for let, you. Let, well, now you've mentioned it. Let's get this straight. I do yeah. not mind for one moment foreign coaches no, working me. in England. I no, think it's no, been no. brilliant You're, for the I, Premier League. What I do yeah. mind is that English coaches seem to get less and less opportunity. And just when we get one in amongst right. the big boys, they go and sack him. Yeah. Now, that, that's what I do mind, because I think 
I, I, I genuinely am yeah, concerned that we we leave the game to PE teachers. Yeah, and those that can, <laughs> that can present but, a good, uh, you, you know. Yeah, but maybe, maybe there's a maybe there's a little batch coming up, like Frank Lampard, like Stephen Gerrard, like John Terry. I hope so. You know that are going to get an opportunity. At Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney. You know those are four big. Too names. many good pros, Jan, yeah. give up no, because I, they can't I get agree, the opportunities. I agree with you. I, I agree with you in one term. Is that, and I've, I've seen. Big Sam said something. If he changed his name, he would probably yes. have his yeah, job longer, which, 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 is a, which is a fair comment. But uh, and I think that this is the consequence of how you kind of uh, organize your game. Because if you have foreign owners, foreign owners will probably go for foreign coaches yes. because mm-hmm. somehow they get sold yeah. in by uh, short-term people uh, somewhere. I think that uh, there is a danger of any country, and, and I see it in Germany, they are much more proud of their coaches. They have had the last 10 years more or less new, a new generations of coaches coming through, and they're all German. Uh, and you see and they're all coming to the Premier League. League. <laughs> yeah, yeah but, but, but that is also a consequence because yeah. they follow the money. So that yeah. is also... But, but I see, what I saw the other night, I saw Graham Potter's uh, Brighton, uh, I mean, a fantastic, uh, not only a fantastic win, but the way they did it. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I, I, I agree with you in the terms of the, the soul of English football, the credibility of English football. You need English coaches to come mm-hmm. through. And I hope, I hope at least that these, you, you mentioned these names. So I, I, I hope at least they can, you can have a bit more patience with them. Mm-hmm. Because I think for, for English football in the long term, it's very, very important to have English coaches. Yes, yeah, thank yeah. you. That's 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 the only point that I consistently yeah. make, and I know Andy does. How has, in your opinion, how has Thomas Tuchel started? I think he started well, but that didn't surprise me because I I managed to see uh, beyond that thing that he is so difficult. I have never seen a good leader in politics, in business, in football or culture, whatever that is not difficult. Uh, and Thomas Tuchel, we he did a fantastic job in mind. He did better in mind than Jurgen Klopp did, by the way, just for the, for the record. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went to Dortmund, and people should not forget what happened in Dortmund. Yes, there was a quarrel about uh, uh, his position, and he, but he, he won the FA Cup, and then he was fired. But remember, that all started with this bump that was in the stadium, if you remember. I was in Dortmund on that night when, when the players were attacked by this uh, madman, uh, and they, they didn't, couldn't play the game on a Wednesday. So uh, or on the Tuesday, and then they delayed it till the next day. Thomas Tuchel said, "I can't have players that has been attacked. I can't have players that was crying and had tears in their eyes when they came to the stadium to play." And that started the whole thing in Dortmund. And I'm, I've got a big respect for Dortmund, but at that time it was not only Tuchel who was difficult for them. The next day I interviewed Shahin, uh, and he was crying in my interview. Uh, because he, he told me about what happened on that bus that day. And at PSG, to have problem at PSG, I think Pochettino will also <laughs> feel that that, 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 could, that could happen to him. But yeah, having yeah. said that, in, and, but it's, we, can, we, can have, we can ridicule about French League, but at the end of the day, they were in the Champions League final. Yes, and we right. can ridicule about money, but there are a lot of clubs who have a lot of money who have not come to the Champions League final. But you think, you think he's got what it takes for the Premier League? You've no doubt, Jan, that he'll be a success, yeah? No, I, I think he is one of the best around. Uh, okay. Will he have successes at, uh, at Chelsea? Well, I, I don't know. That is a lot of things. But mm. but is he one of the best football brands around? Yeah, I'm 100% sure. In the middle of your forest, where it's only just light, you yeah. probably haven't seen the back page of the Daily Mirror Friday morning. Pep's in Ha Ha Land. 
Um, Guardiola has put Dortmund wonder kid top of his wish list. There is apparently, and you'll tell me if I'm wrong, a 68 million uh, buyout clause, and uh, Holland is on his way to Manchester City in the summer. What can you tell us about that, Jan? I can tell you when uh, Erling Holland played his first game in Augsburg, I met uh, his dad, Alfie Holland, that I've known for 30 years. So I said to Alfie, we have to make some uh, clear rules here. <laughs> when I'm a journalist, when I'm your friend. Uh, so I start, I start there. Quite right, so well done. <laughs> I, I, I start there. Uh, three hours later, he had uh, made a hat trick coming on as a sub. Uh, this is a phenomenal striker. Uh, this is a striker that if Pep, Ole Gunnar, Jurgen Klopp, Barcelona, Real Madrid, if they don't have them first on the wish list, they're not doing their job. Uh, so just to make that clear, because this, mm. this, is, this, is, this is the big thing, because he got so much, you, you've seen him play, it's, it's something about his presence, it's something about his physical presence, his attitude, his wild man still being a, a goal-getter, still being a guy who is uh, playing good for the team. But uh, apparently, this clause, I'm saying apparently, this clause is uh, <laughs> for 20, uh, 2022. So, uh, so uh, what I think will happen in Dortmund is that this summer there will be a fantastic hunt Having said that, there will be some clubs that will be struggling with their finances because of Corona. There will be a big hunt after him and Sancho. Uh, and I think that uh, Dortmund will say that we will let Sancho go this summer, but uh, Holland uh, will stay another year. And it makes sense because, uh, boys, remember, we, th it, we think that he's played in Dortmund for ages. He just played it for one year. Mm. And the three, uh, 75 percent of that year has been... Uh, uh, from one of the biggest reasons he went there was for, for the 81,000, the yellow wall. So he hasn't experienced that. So, so my, my tip would be uh, that he will stay another year. Uh, but uh, money rules the world, world uh, as they say. So, so you never know. But, but, but my tip is that Sancho will go in summer. Holland will at least stay another season. Right. So apparently this clause, <laughs> this clause will only be triggered in 2022. So if they wanted him this summer, then they're going to have to pay More. big money. Yes, and we, we remember um, um, and Manchester City got the big money, but remember the Dortmund, they were a lot criticised because they said, OK, we'll sell Sancho, we will sell him for 120 million euros. And there will be a deadline of 10th of July and all that. So, so uh, Dortmund, with their history being not so principled in terms of uh, Aubameyang and a lot of other players, uh, Dembélé, who went to Barcelona, but they, won't, they will never do that again. So I think that the reasonable, because... Dortmund is one of the clubs that have lost a lot of money in the corona because of the average crowd. So, so I think they will, they will say, sell the superstar this summer, but they, they don't want to sell uh, Holland. One, what, what, what is it about Dortmund? Why, um, uh, apparently, um, <laughs> why, why do they keep getting these young players? How do they do that? Well, th that is also an interesting uh, based on the strategy of Dortmund because when they get all these young players, if they do well, they have to let them go if they don't win, win uh, trophies. But I think, that is a, I think that is for young players that, that they just see they have a proven record of making good players into great players mm -hmm. and they've done that over years. And Dortmund will, of course, hope that one day they can keep them as long as they can win trophies. Because Dortmund don't want to be a feeder club. They want to win trophies. But now Bayern has won eight in a row. Uh, and Dortmund could this year struggle to, uh, to be top four. And I think then 
uh, Dortmund will get the same problem as they had at, uh, at Arsenal at the time, that they had a lot of young players, young, talented players. But how long can you keep them without winning trophies? You mm. meet up and, and uh, imagine the Dortmund players meeting up the Bayern players who take three, three a season. And you, the only thing you get is you get a diploma for being a good breakfast eater at Dortmund. So, I mean, <laughs> what, what can you do? Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, well, we've got you here. I want to just, quite, I know we're running out of time, but I want to quickly ask you, what's happened to Havertz and Timo Werner? Uh, I think that happens sometimes uh, when we, uh, we, we act with the human beings. Uh, mm-hmm. Timo Werner was always a, this, fragile type of player. Uh, uh, I, I mean, I made an interview with him after a Tottenham game and he said, Liverpool, please come and get me. I love your club. <laughs> uh, I mean, he's, he's a special, he's a special, he's a special, special kind of guy. So mm-hmm. Timo Werner is, is a player that I think would come good, yeah. uh, but he's not, the, he's not that kind of guy that would just go to London and buy himself a Ferrari and score 20 goals, 25, 30, whatever. I think Kai Harvest is another uh, another story. I think that we have underestimated uh, him. I mean, based on what happened to Werner, but also his uh, illness. He had Corona. Yeah, he I did. think that he and and that is point one and point two. Kai Harvest. It's interesting to see what's his best position. Mm. Uh, and I. Well, what I, is I, it? I, I'm, uh, I, I, in Leverkusen, you know, he, even his, by his young age, they, they 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 just gave him the freedom to do whatever yeah. he wanted, and that's that role is seldom in international football. But uh, having said that, I think that one of the reasons as well to take Tuchel in was to sort out uh, also these two players. Mm-hmm. Because if you had a look at the bench of Chelsea yesterday, it's an unbelievable squad Tuchel got at the moment. I mean, uh, top four should be at least at least what they should uh, should do with that uh, squad. So, so uh, we'll see if he can get hold of them. Uh, but I think uh, sort them out. I think it's more also tactically uh, to find the best position. Yeah. You saw yesterday as well, Timo Werner. He's just he's doing his best. He's got a great attitude, good running capacity, but he's just running a bit around without any yeah. big targets. It seems, you know. Do you think both will ultimately succeed? As football player, yes, but uh, in 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 one specific club. It's always hard uh, because you have to start well, you find your position. But yes, I think uh, talents will g- get through. And Timo Werner, uh, well, he, he, he's a goal scorer, a great goal scorer, but his way of goal scoring. This is not an Erling Haaland kind of goal scorer. So you have to find his position in the team. And I think Thomas Tuchel can do that. Frank Lamper, with his uh, bad and good uh, skills, he didn't succeed in doing that. Right. And is Norway getting excited about a Manchester United title win? <laughs> I said that too. I, I said it two months ago. I started off by provoking the Manchester United, uh, all other fans on Twitter, and uh, and uh, they had a go at me. <laughs> Very predictable. Uh, and I think that sometimes you uh, you start. If you have a, we can go back to our foreign coaches thing because you can also share. Remind, mind you, if a German coach had the success that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer got at the moment. Imagine if there was a strong streak German who had the success of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer now. He would get a statue next to Law Beth Charlton <laughs> at Old Trafford. And now they're calling it a, a PE teacher. They're winning 9-0 and people said, yeah, they were bad, they were bad, Southampton, because it's the Austrian coach. This is discrimination against the Norwegian <laughs> and all. And so, so not only have yeah. a go at the German, 
uh, or a foreigner. <laughs> I mean, you have to find uh, the difference between the different nationalities. This is against the Norwegians. Again, we will invade England like we did. I showed, years ago. Do you know who he sounds like? He's gone. Yeah, you know who you sound like. That com- that yes, the commentator. Maggie Thatcher. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Sad- exactly. Sadly, no longer. Let me just. Always beat England. Right. Always beat England. Just be in closing. Let me clear this up. I am not for a minute suggesting Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is a PE teacher. He had a fabulous playing career. My concern is those that have only got a PowerPoint presentation to fall back on are taking over our football clubs. No, but but that is fair. That is fair. And I've been been fighting with, for example, Craig Burley that took to uh, on on a show. And and I said to him, can you imagine? And he said, well, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer couldn't take over Manchester United. Well, Frank Lampard could take over... uh, um, um, uh, Chelsea. Chelsea and Pep Guardiola when he took over uh, Barcelona and then uh, and then people said yeah but you can't compare him with Pep Guardiola I know idiot <laughs> but you have to make but you have to make sure that it's all about success and if he has success that is the right way that is the simple way of our business in other business they can just talk bulls but in our business it's all about winning games and scoring goals thank God <laughs> Thank, uh, here, here. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Thank you, Jan. Uh, before the snow melts and you get stranded, we better let you go. I can go into my snow. No, I just that uh, as an ice beer just passed to me, so oh, I will be yeah, uh, aware oh, now. Nice. So I'll see you later. Very nice. Yeah, very nice fella. <laughs> Look after yourself. Thanks, Jan. Great to talk. Cheers, Don't mate. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Jan Alger yeah. for your toft, and thank you very much, Jan, for the uh, pronunciation yeah, lessons. As a, he is he a lost great me man. when he was going on about his O and his R and his O. <laughs> lost me. Totally lost me. Uh, <laughs> and by the way, as far as time is concerned, it's our podcast. We yeah. could be here all morning, yeah. all afternoon as well Correct. if we want. Uh, we better ask to debate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> our Portuguese technician, yeah. uh, so-called. So that's it. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, tell your mates, please, that you found us and how to find us. It's very simple. Once you've subscribed, we'll be downloading automatically from whichever podcast platform you go to. Uh, you can follow us at Keys and Graypod, Keys, A-N-D, Keys and Graypod on both Instagram and Twitter. And we'll be here at the same time next week. Not together. No. Oh, I know. I'm not, I'm not looking forward to this. No. Should we leave it hanging or do you want to give us a clue? I don't mind. Go on. Um, I'm going back home to the UK for uh, knee replacement. My career has caught up with me, I think, I fear. Six ops later and a few years. Yeah, six ops on my knee and a few years I got away with it. But uh, I've been told by the guys at Aspitar here in in Qatar that uh, it's needed. Um, So I shall be leaving you in the week, but we'll be back with great haste. Rebuilt and ready. We will speak next week. Yes. Thank you. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.